0: Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. I'm ringing the bell again today as we step into real-time engagement with the Father here in the month of September. Today's episode goes a little bit deeper. So, I've prayed over you as you listen. When we face how others have deeply disregarded us and how it can still be controlling us in our present life, we must also look at have we been those who have begun to disregard ourselves and to disregard God? So, carefully I say, take a listen, my friends, and let the Father tend to you. As you put one foot in front of the other in real-time engagement with Him, let's live life as it was meant to be lived, in full dependency upon Him. Talk to you soon. Love you all. All right, I continue to ring the bell, yet even when I hear myself say those words, I want you to know that I'm not ringing it in a callous, harsh way. Now listen, hell has dealt with you harshly, and hell has been callous to you. And when hell shows up in people through me or you or those who have offended you, who have harmed you, who have completely disregarded you, listen, this is such a kicker when we begin to face how deeply we have been disregarded by others, meaning we were not taken into account. As they made the calculations of their life, um, we did not matter. It did not stop them from doing what they did. And so when I say ring the bell, it is it is something that is happening in the spirit realm that is so strong and so powerful and is going to hit your spirit With such strength, but my friends, it is not a harsh and callous ringing the bell like, hey, idiot, you need to wake up and how could you be so stupid? Okay, I, I can explain to you how we were so stupid. It is not because of an IQ issue, right? It is absolute stupidity to think that we can carry the weight of our own life. It's an inherited stupidity. So that is, that is something I've talked about here several times. So this is not the ringing the bell towards you personally um, to be like, you know, how could you be so stupid to be asleep or not have a plan or whatever the case may be. So be careful that even when I say ring the bell that you don't hear something harsh and callous as maybe something that your abuser may have done but hear it as a call from deep unto deep. It is strong. It is stout. It is a bell that will awaken us out of our absolute sleep of self-reliance when we actually think that we could possibly carry the weight of our own life if we just tried harder. You see, that's not our assignment. Our assignment is to abide, uh, or I should say the fuel of our assignment of everything is to abide in him. So for those of you that have been trying to be the strong horse all your life, I mean strong, it can be quite a ride when you begin to let your guard down and begin to fall into the Father to actually allow yourself to depend upon him because there are even times where that can feel a little dangerous. It can be frustrating, and so sometimes when people are like, "Oh, just believe in the Lord, it'll be so awesome I'm like, eh. well, actually, it can be pretty agitating and irritating. In the beginning. Now, your spirit man longs for it. You're longing for that strong tower. You are longing deep down for where is that strong one who will take care of me? Where is that one that I can trust? My friends, listen to me carefully. That cry from deep within you is a cry for the Lord. He is that strong one. So I felt that I needed to uh, say that. I uh, hear, as we open up today on this episode of Ring the Bell, so if you can just take that in the spontaneous way that it's given, not without thought though spontaneous doesn't mean shallow it just means that i I sensed strongly that I was to say that as we step into this i I want to go back into chapter one of my book. Um, and I want to read this statement because as I reviewed over things and I thought, where where do we go today on this episode? Um, my eyes and all continued to be drawn back uh, to this statement in my book. It's on page 25, and it's in the text box in the pulled out highlighted box uh, with content that says, my dad may have been miles away yet the trauma tattoo he left on me continued to bleed its ink all over my life. Now, let me read that again. My dad may have been miles away, yet the trauma tattoo he left on me continued to bleed its ink all over my life. My friends, it's often true that one season is not enough to deal with the depth of trauma Um, the trauma of actions, violent actions actually taken against you, or the trauma of abandonment, of simply the neglect, again, where someone disregarded you, did not take you into account when they made the decisions of their life in ways that they would meet their need. And this disregard that that just makes such an imprint on us, uh, deep within. Is sometimes why, now when you are in situations where the disregard of you, of your children, um, from someone now in your life. So there's a there's a statement I make somewhere in the book that talks about when your now frustrations trigger off the early frustrations of your life, uh, it can be quite an explosion. Now again, most, most people don't see the explosions, but you do. You are aware that this is going on inside of you, and you're like, how could you treat me like that? How could you treat our children like that? How could you treat me? How could you be so callous? And you're in current situations today. Or you may be thinking, you know, I, I just don't matter. You're, you're not aware that you're coming into agreement. Now let me slow down here just a bit. This could be uh, intense for somebody. That you don't yet realize how deeply you've come into agreement Uh, with abuse and its entire message, or if abuse, maybe some of you have not um, recognized that what you lived through was a type of abuse, Um, and so that word um, causes you to be like, no, that's not me, that doesn't apply to me, then just whatever depth um, that you may have experienced this. But when you're in current Circumstances now, relationships, um, even if they're relationships that are not, uh, say they're, it's not who you're married to, but who you used to be married to. Uh, It's not someone that you even have contact with all the time because you have put up a boundary in your life or you've recognized that they were a deceiver, that they were a user, they were a manipulator, and you have completely gone cold turkey and they're nowhere in your life, my friends, but the residue that they left is still talking to you. And especially when it happens to us early in life, it's amazing how then we begin to say the same things that that deep disregard uh brought into our life and so we may be saying things like i don't matter it's not important how i feel i should just get over it um you know i'm a i'm a firm believer in getting over things but that doesn't happen because you tell yourself you should be over it that doesn't happen because a preacher uh, barks out from the platform, hey, build a bridge and get over it, which is like totally defying the entire finished work of Jesus. Okay, okay, I, I want to get over it. now. T- show me how God has made a way for me to literally take his full provision. His full provision. Could somebody turn on the lights so that we can show the magnificent all-out, total, absolute provision of Jesus on the cross, who is intimately acquainted with every sorrow. And if you're rolling your eyes and sniffing up your nose right now at that, stop, my friends, and recognize that is that, my friends, is something that's keeping you from what He wants to show you. Because you've taken on an attitude hmm, of disregarding what God has made provision of. Don't be what your abuser was. Don't be one who disregards those things which are valuable. You see, you may have been disregarded by someone who didn't see your value. That does not mean you don't have value. And your value doesn't come from me telling you that. Your value doesn't come from self-esteem where you find it yourself and then you, you know, you know, tout yourself to everybody as, I am important, I am important, and go, you know, flip to the other side of the coin uh, or swing with the pendulum into some self-value. My friends, you're a value because of what God was willing to pay to redeem you back from the clutches of hell. And that was because simply of being born. That's not because of abuse or trauma. We are born separated from God. And it says in the fullness of time that Jesus came, born of a woman, to redeem and to ransom us from the law, from a covenant cut with the enemy, where man was enslaved to all of that. You see, we must be those who come to that place that by the power of the Spirit that we bow and we say, Father, I will no longer disregard that which you have regarded. I will no longer let the trauma tattoo that was put within me, no matter its size, no matter if you think it was a little butterfly tattoo on your wrist or if it was your entire backside Whatever size you may think that trauma tattoo is, my friends, listen to me carefully. Nobody knows about that trauma tattoo like Jesus because he became tattooed with every tattoo that's ever been, everything. He was intimately acquainted. There's nobody that knows you and the trouble that you've seen like Jesus, but I don't want you to settle for what I'm telling you. I want you to know that you know that you know. And so sometimes it's the further in we go with him, right? So now listen to me carefully. I want to say this, because sometimes we are shocked. Sometimes we are so surprised because we thought things were all dealt with. I'm submitting to you that portions of things have been dealt with because it's as we go With him as we continue on, as we abide, he walks us into typically the bigger issues of our life. It doesn't invalidate your history with God. Don't let the devil invalidate your history with God. But don't think your history is all that there is because there is a current work. God wouldn't have me ringing the bell, God would not have me talking about this if it was not meant to reach those who are now in this season, this time with Him. I'm not asking you to just revisit your trauma. I'm asking you in these days of September to go with Him as He deals with that which is still trying to deal with you. And oftentimes we are unaware of it. We just know we keep cycling uh, in and out of things. We just know that we've had a fresh, you know, lifting of the lid on our box of bitterness. And we think it's just because of a current issue, but I'm saying to you, it's possible that in these days right now, he's saying, no, right now is the time that I have designated for you and me to deal with this. And my friends, when when he deals with it, I'm going to tell you, it is dealt with. And he's asking for your full participation. Now, let me tell you what sometimes your full participation looks like. It might be when you finally draw a deep breath and you feel something break within and you lean into his chest and you say, Father, you deal with this. I'm going to stay with you. I'm not going to run off. I'm not going to buck up again. I'm not going to beat myself black and blue and verbally abuse my own self and disregard myself place such low value on myself that I would settle for just anything. I will no longer do that in this moment, Father, that looks like weakness. And my friends, it is. The most glorious weakness there is, is when we finally realize we were never meant to be the strength of our life. And yes, I know many of you, like me, so very, very proud of your old strength. But I'm here to say to you, hmm, lean into him. Here's what your full participation might look like today, is literally lean into him and say, Father, tend to me as you have desired. Release inside of me the finished work of the cross. Show me, talk to me, Father, for I will not run this time. I will stay. Now, my friends, listen to me carefully. Trauma cannot be dealt with in a 10-minute podcast. But you could hear something in a 10-minute podcast, or however long this one ends up being today, that could cause you to take a step towards the Father out of your bitterness towards those who have harmed you, but also bitterness towards feeling as though God did not protect you. And those are intense conversations and not to be glossed over. And maybe we'll, we'll get to some of those things as time goes by. But I want you to hear me, that the trauma tattoo, no matter how small or how big it may be, could still be bleeding ink all over your life. Even if the people who harmed you or disregarded you are dead, divorced, distant, Um, clueless, they are not the key, my friends. Listen to me carefully. The power of the cross will sever you from ungodly attachments to people, trauma bonds, soul ties, call them whatever you will. But the power of the cross can sever you from those things so that you no longer keep cycling in something you didn't even realize had a hold on you. And you will awaken and realize, wait just a minute, I have options. I have things that I can actually choose this day between me and God. I don't need anyone else to show up and give me permission to place value on me. The Father has placed value on me because He so loved me that He sent His Son to be a living sacrifice, a flaming sacrifice for everything that would ever happen. And I think today is my day to take it to bow and receive the full provision. And I'm asking on your behalf and with you, I pray in agreement, Holy Spirit, flood them to the measure that you know they need today. There is no one more tender and more powerful simultaneously than Holy Spirit when he brings this work to you in the measure that you are ready for today, just our daily bread, our daily portion. Because, my friends, this isn't going to make you some weak person who's so consumed with what happened in the past. This is what is going to literally satisfy. If it satisfied the Father, trust me, it's going to satisfy you. It is going to actually deal with it, and you're going to get up and move into your life of strength and faith and trust at the next levels. Hmm? See, this isn't some soulish exercise that we're doing. This is born of the cross of Jesus Christ. This is born from the table of your Father where they planned and executed how they would bring you home. And they would bring you home as the person that you were always meant to be in Christ. This isn't who you are Apart from them and God giving you some help, no, this is God causing who he made you to be in Christ, that one begins to emerge and step forward. So my friends, I pray that you are spending some time reflecting on how much of that trauma tattoo ink has continued to bleed all over your life and you did not realize it. How much has the disregard of others become the disregard you really put on yourself? I pray you're awakening today to the love of the Father. I pray that you are awakening to the provision of the Father because all of this is meant to bring you back to Him where He becomes the center of everything in your life. No longer that which You endured? Because sometimes we're still going around knocking on doors. Does anybody really see what I've lived through? Does anybody understand me? Will nobody ever regard me? Yes, someone has. Yes, the Father has regarded you and placed a value on you that no human can give you. Take it. Take it today. There's a big life with Him. This is about Him and you. And that life is awaiting. You don't have to keep knocking on other people's doors, nor do you have to flip them off and walk off and snub them and, and you know, whatever. I, I got so much about that I, I could say, but maybe I'll wait till another time. You see, if it's led by the Spirit, my friends, there's going to be a deep awareness, yes, of the disregard of others and how sin has lived through them, but there's also going to be an awareness of your disregard towards God. And that's not meant to shame. I just want you to understand that in our self-reliance and in all of our efforts to handle life on our own, it's been the expression of mankind's disregard towards God, because we took his role upon ourselves and tried to be our own God in the midst of our trauma, in the midst of our difficulty, in the midst of the disregard of others, we then regarded ourselves. This is about bowing and letting the Father deal with it all so that we can get up. And if you will, the only tattoo that will be inside of us is the deep tattoo of the life of Jesus Christ. It deals with the ink of everything else. Don't let people who have disregarded you, who haven't thought about you in years, who do not care, who are incapable of caring, or maybe they tried and they groveled at your feet. It's never enough. It will never be enough, my friends. And when you are in a new season of your life, and you are... And these things are being dealt with. Again, it doesn't invalidate your history with God and what he's already done. It means he's going to new depths in your past, if you will, to deal with it because it lies dormant and yet it keeps kind of running the controls of your life. God brings it to the surface and says, now is the time to deal with this so that we can go into the new depths of life together. And you can move forward with him in real time engagement. That's the bell I'm ringing today. Now, Father, I'm trusting you with these words. I'm trusting, Father, that you are speaking and that we are not here um, just cracking open things um, and treating them lightly, Uh, but, Father, that we are treating them um, with care, but the care of the cross that we do not cater to these things. We do not uh, give them more power than they deserve. We're going to give your cross all of the regard and all of the value that it is so that it can flood the souls of your people. If they're born again, Father, their spirit is already filled with you, but now we need that to break open and to flood and wash the souls and the bodies of your people. So for men and women out there, men and women, take what the Father has for you today. In Jesus' name, amen. Until next time, my friends, I love you all. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmcready